Josh. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Jerry Petito Show on Remember Then Radio. Guys, I always have really cool guests, but I'm going to tell you, today I got a really, really cool guest, because here's why. He's a fellow New Yorker, baby, and I also have a really cool guest co-host today. I'm going to introduce him first, and there's a reason why. The one and only Stevie D. Say hi to everyone. Hi, Jerry. Hi, everybody. It's great to be on Remember Then Radio once again. It really is. I'm so happy to be on your show today, too. Well... I have to say something um, to everyone out there. This is really funny. So I go into the chat room, you know, like 15 minutes before my shows just to say hi to whoever's in there, let them know what's happening. And guess who I hear on Roy Orham's show as his guest? You know. I guess it was me. It was you, baby. Stevie D. You're famous, man. Yeah, I guess I am. Holy cow. I never, never looked at it that way before. But, you know, I've been in the record business for 33 years. So, you know, I, I guess I got my, made my rounds a little bit in this uh, life, you know? So, all right. I want to give you the honors of introducing our incredible guest today. So why don't you do oh, it? Oh, thank you. Um, this is a dear friend of mine. He's a great entertainer. He's a very versatile entertainer. He's been doing this this uh, stuff for the past 40 years out of the New York, New Jersey area. I'd like to introduce everybody on the radio, in Radio Land, <laughs> my dear friend, Anthony DeDio. Hey, how are you guys? Thank you, Stephen. Oh, That's you're very, welcome. Very nice of you. My pleasure. Hi, Ant. What's going on, Jerry? How's everything? <laughs> Thank you again for today. Uh, listen, we are excited about today. Um you know, I want to tell everyone how you and I got to meet. Um, so I surprised a mutual friend of ours. Okay. Tell everyone who our mutual friend was. Well, my mutual, our mutual friend and my hero and my mentor, I looked up to him, I guess, when I was 10 years old. I heard it on the radio. See you in September, Mr. Bob Kulik. So uh, he's one of, one of my favorite guys and all around. Greatest guy in the world, one of the greatest guys. Would you consider him your mentor then? I'd say one of them outside of Elvis and Frank Sinatra. Oh, okay. The reason why I say he's my mentor is because of his work ethic, his love for people, and his love for music. And you cannot find a better soul to either talk to or do business with. And it's never business. It's all love with him. So it's uh, it's good to, to knock around with guys who are in the big leagues, you know, just... Awesome. Nobody, nobody's too uh, nobody's too good to talk or be, or be humble. Well, so that's what I like. I like humble. I want to tell you, you something about Bob because um, you know I'm on different networks, guys, and he was coming live into studio um, into my other network in Hamilton, and I said to the CEO, I said, "Listen, I'm coming in, man," and he's like, "All right, all right." Well, you know me, you know I barge in there on the air, and I'm like, "Hello, boys." <laughs> He just cracked up laughing and he was like, what took you so long, Jer? You know, and from that moment on, it was just like I knew him my whole life and I, I never knew him. That was the first time I was meeting that man and he brought CDs for me and we've been in each other's company since and I just love him. And, and you're right. One of the most incredible men. And he made yes. me feel like we were best buds and we just met. It's easy. It's just positive energy that comes off of him and it's... Uh... And he, he would look to help anybody. It's crazy. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other thing is, so when I went to surprise him at a show, um, he didn't know I was going to be there. And he immediately, like, introduced me to you. And he was like, Jerry, you've got to get this guy on your show. And I was like, really? And, uh, you know, you got up there for me, even tired and not feeling good, and sang some Elvis. So, Ann, I want to thank you for that as well. That's caught me off guard, but I'm always up for the task. It was great. <laughs> That's good. That's a good thing. It was I great. like I the fact that you did this, that. Anthony. I like the fact that, you, that you're humble and, you know, you work with people of the same caliber and that. That's really important. It's important to me because that's what I do as well. Well, people don't know that what I do is not just so much of a singer. I've been a, I've been a full fledged DJ for since in the eighties. So I incorporated my singing into my DJing work. So everybody started asking me, "Is that your real voice? Are you lip syncing?" So it started to take hold in the eighties, and then I incorporated more songs. I started singing more artists, different artists, and. Uh, pretty much I get a call for singing now. So I pretty much, outside of the business being low with the with the COVID and everything going on right now, but I still work. Well, I got to usually work. I got to tell you guys something. So somebody just popped into the chat room, one of the owners of Remember Them Radio. So Angel and Stevie D own Remember Them Radio. But Stevie, I'm sorry, Stevie, not Stevie D. I, there's all these Stevies in there. So Stevie's in the chat room. Okay. Yeah. Now. I want to say something while he's in there listening. So this platform, first of all, is incredible, RTR, because without RTR, we wouldn't be able to have all these incredible singers and entertainers like we do. And this past year has been really tough on everyone, and I know it has helped save lives. It did. I'm going to say it. So I want to let Stevie know something really incredible that I was just informed of. My incredible guest today, well, ours, me and Stevie D's guest today, Anthony DiDio, has never done an interview. This is his very first right here on RTR on the Jerry Petito Show with guest co-host Stevie Dunham. Thank you, Ant. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. uh, People tell me I'm the best kept secret of 40 years. I I don't notice. I'm just a middle class worker. (laughs) Oh, my God. No, we understand. And you know what? You do a great job, too. I mean, I've seen videos that you do. I mean, you can't, you know, we've been friends for a while. And and there's a lot of, nobody has anything bad to say about you. Everything is good. Yes. Which is uh, a good thing. You've got a great reputation. Thank you. You try to be, and I, I don't walk into anybody's house, their house. And what I normally do my day daytime job it's been a little slow i usually uh i'm working with a company that deals with alzheimer's and dementia units so i'm a lot i'm a lot in nursing homes that's my main forte is what i do during the week i usually do three of them but due to the due to the uh covid and everything that's going down it's been slowed down dramatically so that's the part of me that that's the love of singing to people less fortunate that's the love that i have for the older people that uh, can't get out that are homebound wheelchair bound so that's kind of the the love that I have. So it's not so much I need my name and lights. I like the back scenes, singing to the people who need it. Yeah, I didn't know that about you, and I'm going to say something to you now. My dad passed... Not too many people know that about me. <laughs> my, my dad passed away two and a half years ago of Alzheimer's. We kept him home and took care of him because he deserved it, and I've done a lot in nursing homes as well, bringing in entertainers. I love you more. I love you more. Thank you. I love you too. Thank you. So let's play a song because everyone in the chat room is dying to hear your voice. Um, we're no going to play. Deal. Oh, stop. We're going to play this one first. Return to me and then we're going to talk about it. So let's play it. Here we go, guys. Woo! 
tell us about this song but we have a surprise caller that i am so happy called in i would like to introduce our friend bob kulik say hello to everyone bob hi everybody out there in uh, radio land <laughs> calling so, in to uh, spread the love for my buddy anthony the deal so happy that he's on jerry's show of course i love jerry too but uh you know anthony is my man and uh I have to tell you, Jerry, through all of this uh, knee surgery and everything, getting well, the only guy that calls me the most is him. That's nice. He calls me a lot. He really does. How how am I doing? You know, blah, blah, blah. So Um, I love him, and uh, he's one of the best out there. That's all. That's all. I'm sitting in my car trying to find a station. I couldn't find it, so that's why I called him. I was hoping for a bottle of wine. That's why. (laughs) 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 Oh, that's great. I'm not working anymore. I can't afford it. Uh, it's all right. I'll bring you chicken soup. So, Bob, don't hang up yet. Steve, the owner of RTR, he's saying hello to you. Kojak's in the chat room. Baba Lou, who's always our front row seat in the chat room. They're all in there, and they're saying hello to you. Oh, uh, well, hello to all of those people. Steve and Baba Lou, and maybe Big Dom's listening. I don't know if he is, but hello to him. And uh, Oh, great. That treated me so, so really nice. You know, I love you guys all, all of you. You know. um, Bob, it's an honor. Thank you so much. And uh, I'm working on seeing you in September. 
So, so wait, well, wait, I have a question, Bob. I have a question. I know you haven't been feeling great, and I, but you're feeling a lot better, I hear. Would you give us a couple lines or no? Could you do it if see you in September? <laughs> you can't spot me. I don't care, but we don't care. We don't care, please. But we love you so much. All right, come on. That's a good key, Anthony, way down there. It's a Barry White key. Well, I'm trying to help you. That's great. I lowered the key twice for you. No, you're not. All right. Bob, listen, I love you. Thank you so much. We talked about you in the beginning of the show, said all great things. Um, The one and only Bob Kulik, everyone. I love you, Bob. God bless. Take good care of my buddy, Anthony. I got to go shopping for my wife, but I wanted to call in just to give my love to everybody there. Have a happy new year, and uh, when this is all through, we'll catch up with everybody. Yes. Yes. I love you, my man. All right, sweetheart. Bye, Bob. Yeah. Gary, Have a great you. day. I love you too, Bob. Okay. Class act right there. That's yeah, right. He sure is. He sure is. Wow. I am so excited oh, he called oh, us. <laughs> yeah, that's great. How many other surprises you got coming up, Jerry? Listen, I honestly didn't know that. he called When I saw his name just <laughs> pop up, I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I got Joe Pesci on hold. Yeah, right, yeah, I wish. Oh, come on. So, all right. Hat on right now. Oh, my gosh. So, <laughs> let's talk about Return to Me. I started doing, uh, I, I guess, uh, I started singing Dean Martin very, very early. Uh, I guess I started singing when I was nine years old. I was in a, the Peter Marinelli band. At ten years old, nine years old, I started singing. So, uh I started playing around with the, just the hits, Joy to the World, the top hits back in the 70s, back then. But And I incorporated Frank Sinatra, Elvis Presley. I mean, you can't go wrong. Yeah. Elvis Presley, Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, yeah. Bobby Darin. So I incorporated more voices. I'm actually a tribute artist now, so I try to sound like the artist itself. Uh, themselves. You do it always. naturally, too. You don't really force it out. You do it naturally. You don't, uh, it doesn't sound like you're really trying at all. It's you know, just your ears. If God didn't bless me with good ears, the voice means nothing. I guess that's a very rare thing, too. Wow. an entertainer to do that. Well, you know who I tribulate my voice uh, characterations to is uh, Chuck Jones. I watch oh. Bugs Bunny a lot. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I used right to there. copy, imitate everybody's voice, and uh, my mother's right. You sound just like the guy. You sound just like Bugs Bunny. You sound so. When people said you sound like Frank, you sing it. So that started. When people started pulling the microphone away from me while I was singing, it, it made me feel even better saying, at least they're hearing something I'm not. So, yeah. If I have everybody fooled for 40 years a day. <laughs> That's so great. So, it's an honor. It's an honor to sing these artists. I mean, I pretty much sing all the artists in the number one hits. So, I try to give people what they want to listen to. So, and I have fun doing it. You know, it's, it's great. Music is the best medicine. And yes, can you yeah, say yeah, like, uh, wait, can you say thank you? Thank you very much. You know, <laughs> I'm not an Elvis impersonator, but thank you. Thank you very much. That was pretty good. All right. That was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm not an impersonator. People think I'm an impersonator. No, I'm not an impersonator. I know you're that's not. That's one thing I, I don't put sideburns on in the cake. I'll nope. I'll do that. Nope. I'm not an English, but no, that's one thing I don't do. I nope. Do that. I love it. That's so cool. So they wanted me actually to be a, uh, 
a tribute singer like a, a, an Elvis impersonator because I do Elvis very well. But it's it's too corny for me. I can't nope. do that. Uh, I'm, listen. I'm an entertainer. That's, yeah. Not, uh, yeah, that's all. And you're a New Yorker, baby. <laughs> Brooklyn, me and Stevie, Brooklyn. Brooklyn in the house, right? <laughs> but thank you for the airplay. I appreciate yeah, it. Yes, so awesome. So, CVT, what do you got to say to your buddy? Well, I'm going to say this because Anthony and I have been friends for uh, quite a while. Um, Anthony is working on a CD project to be released on Chicano Records in the near future. And he's going to be, some of the tunes that you're going to hear in the next few minutes are going to be on this particular project. So we're really excited about it. I'm excited. And I'm really honored to have Anthony come aboard with our family. I think I'm more honored than you. <laughs> yeah. Well, You're hearing things that I don't, so I appreciate it. It's a lot I, of hard work. I hear talent, and I like, as as you know, Jerry, It's we're very selective on who we choose to, to put out on our, right. on our labels right. and under the SCE group. Right. And, it's a real honor for us. It really is. And uh, I think it will do very well. I yeah. think Anthony's got a lot of talent. When you were telling me about it, that it was on the table, I immediately said to you, you have to. I was like, this is so cool. Yeah, you know? and you know, it's a, it's a funny thing. 40 years in the business, he never made a, made a recording in his life. So this is, a, this is a great turning point in his career. This is. Yeah, I never made a recording of it. It's, a, it's an exciting turning point in his career. So, so wow. So we're happy to be a part of it. That's, this is so cool, man. Yeah, this is his, yeah. his first for both you and I. Aunt, let me ask you, can we tell everyone out there how old you are? Or is that a no-no? Yeah, no? It's no secret. I'm, <laughs> of course, I'm 61 last week, two weeks ago. Oh, happy birthday. Wavy. I'll be 60 in March. Hair. I got wavy hair. It's waving goodbye. Oh, <laughs> stop. No, it's not. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Mine is too. Oh, man. But, uh, I, I didn't think, and I asked God when I was 20 years old, and I started doing my DJ work and singing. I says, God, I'd love to sing till I'm like 60 years old. If you could bless me and sing till I'm 60, I made it. So yeah. when people say they make CDs, they make Radio City, they sing at Madison Square Garden, I made it already. You so did? I don't look for, I don't look for, I made it. I, I like people. I love to sing in nursing homes. So by me, God gave me a nice life of music, so. That's great. It's amazing. My name don't my name don't have to be in lights for me to appreciate who I am. But so it is in lights. It is in lights, Aunt. Just <laughs> it is in lights. I only have to go to one person. That's, that's right. One person's got to acknowledge me. That's and it. and that's right. Um, somebody's jumping for joy in the chat room. I think we have another message for everyone. Here we go because. You- Hi, this is Ken Bojack from the '60s Jukebox Review. You're listening to the Jerry Petito Show. My fellow calls. Remember that radio. Listen, we love Kenny Kojak. Who loves you, baby? Who doesn't love Kenny? Love Yes. I'm glad everybody is. Yep. Kenny Hopefully Kenny's Kenny's show is uh <laughs> Monday nights now, eight PM. Kenny Kojak, everybody. Yes. Yeah. And uh the same twenty people will be listening to him too. So oh my gosh. <laughs> listen, I, listen, I don't know about your radio <laughs> shows. Listen, I don't know about your radio shows, but Jerry Petito's got lots of lots more than oh, ten people, have, baby. 10 people. You're so oh, funny. Okay. Oh my gosh, guess, you're so I only funny. Have 10 people listening. You're so I don't funny. know who they are. I don't know who they are. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
No, I'm just kidding. I, I know there's a lot of people. You're such an idiot. I love you. Um, yeah. All right. So I want to piggyback off of something you said, Anthony, about God. Um, you know, I always say this to everyone who says, you know, it, it's easy for everyone to give someone else, you know, a compliment. But it's hard for people to look at themselves and say how awesome they are. And right. I know you're humble. But I also want you to know this. Not only are you awesome to us, you're incredibly awesome to God. And I say yeah. that, and I say this because I now can look in the mirror and say, I love you, Jer. I now can do that because God made me and he loves me. So just so I just had to say that because you are awesome and you have made it and not just in God's eyes. I would eyes. be where I am now if it wasn't for, for God and my yep. faith. Yep. Well, I agree with that yep. too. I am uh, uh, God has a God yes. has a destiny he lays out for people in this life, regardless of what you do, and you have to fulfill it because he gives you the tools to do it, and you can't ignore those. You have to fulfill them. That's what he. That's the gift that he gives. Steve, I've had devastating injuries uh, in operating. I've had many surgeries, and I didn't think I'd be back on the entertainment circuit again and uh i prayed and prayed i went to rehabs and uh I'm, that's and there's only one way one guy to thank it's uh, my faith so that's that, right that, um simple. i want to put something out there um you know i'm the author of i'm not an addict i'm just an ass i'd rather be a smart ass than a dumbass guys and this is why because almost 30 years ago i was a dumbass and god saved my life and today i'm now helping others save their lives through God. And you know, Aunt, what Stevie said, I say in all my interviews about addiction or mental health and all that, you know, God does give us, he says, here, this is your calling, but you have to grab it and say, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. So we just wanted to give that other shout out to God. Yes. Well, that's what, exactly, exactly. People, I mean, whatever your passion is that you feel, whatever moves you, you have to do. Whatever you feel, you have to act on. And if, if you don't act on it, nothing will ever happen. That's so right. So you have exactly. these signs out there. You just have to look for the signs. There you that's go, baby. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And uh, what an incredible sign it is. You're taking it full force in uh, um, the circle of life in your career is uh, definitely a blessing. Beautiful. It is because I never looked at a record. I never looked at saying. I, all I wanted to do was make people happy, singing, entertain. I want people to go home saying, "Wow, that DJ was really good. That guy sang really good. Uh, he made our night." You know, when when wedding people go home and a bride and groom said, "You made our wedding." There's no other. There's no other. There's no other acclamation when somebody says, "You made my wedding." I mean, right. come on. Oh, yeah. I understand that because I'm a singer too, as you know. And yeah. when you're looking out in the audience and you're performing and People open their mouths and they just sit there with their mouth open. You know you've reached them, you know, or you've touched them in some way because you've astonished them with your talent. And that's so important. That makes me feel better than any amount of money or uh, success just to go out and make somebody happy makes me happy. Actually, I did a lot of, uh, in my early career, I did a lot of children's parties because the love of the children, you know, the limbo stick. Uh, I love I, that. You know, I played all the games with the, the kids until, you know, after 20 years. I, you know, now I'm 45, 50 years old. At that time, I said, I can't do the kids no more. I can't do the limbo <laughs> stick. I can't do the hula hoops. So after the hula hoops, I left and I just went into a more singing, more professional stuff. So, uh, but I would never, I would never trade the kids in a second. They're the youth of America and I. 
Right. Just love being around happy times. That's amazing. So speaking of happy times, let's play another incredible song. So here we go. We're going to play Wonder. Here we go, guys. I hope I said that right. Wonder of You. Here we go. When no one else can understand me When everything I do is wrong You give me hope and consolation You give me strength to carry on And you're always there to lend a hand And when you smile, the world is brighter You touch my hand and I'm a king Your kiss to me is worth a fortune Your love for me means everything I guess I'll never know the reasons why you love me is a must for you to keep your joy especially if it's Elvis because Elvis is my boy that was incredible aunt you did a great job on it actually it's uh that was one of my first there's a funny story with that song actually that song won me uh actually I won a karaoke contest because I did not want to win I wanted to come in second place the story behind that was my friend cut out at the bar he had the keys he had the car me and my other friend were left in the bar with no money, and the karaoke concert went on. A karaoke contest went on at midnight, and I told my friend Mike, "I'm going to enter the karaoke contest. We have no money to get home. Just fifty dollars for second prize, one hundred and twenty dollars for for first place, and dinner for two. I didn't want dinner for two. I wanted the fifty dollars. So the guy <laughs> after the second round says, "You're going to win. Hang around. You're going to win the one hundred twenty dollars dinner for two." 
I says, I don't want the dinner for two. I want second place. <laughs> he goes, why do you want to be in second place? I said, I can't get home. I need the $50 cash. Oh. <laughs> they thought I was nuts. And me and my friend, we, I gave him 25 I got 25 and we had full car service. We took car service home. Oh. We came in second. <laughs> Funny. So That's I don't have to be number one. That's so great. And listen... I, listen, I'm la- the reason I'm laughing at that story is because I could resignate. We ha- I did poker games. I owned Ms. Night Owl Poker, okay, all over Mercer County for about 10 years. I gave it up a few years ago. And first place was a gift certificate for dinner to the restaurants. But the drunken fools that played in my league, they wanted second place, 10 bucks. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's I great. I could get home with a $120 gift certificate for dinner. That's $50 great. $50 cash second place. <laughs> That's great. Um, Kojak is, is bursting at the seams in the chat room, man. And he's waiting for your MP3s and he wants them by next year. It's an order. Yeah, 100%. All right. Well, you know, let me interject there because our label is coming out with a new product that is going to uh, revolutionize uh, stuff like that. It's the actual, it's a CD on a USB drive, complete with the graphics, the logo, the, the liner notes, and the songs. And it's going to um, be released uh, in the middle of January. So we're looking forward to this. It's an alternative to offer for, uh, instead of CDs or records, for this exact purpose. So... Kenny, you'll get one of these. Wait, Stevie, wait. Elaborate on all this. Let's let's give you the floor for a few minutes here. Tell yeah, yeah tell everybody like all the great stuff that's happening now with you. Um, next this next month coming up here in January, we have twelve releases coming out, and either Street Corner Entertainment or one of the subsidiary uh, record labels, uh, Chicona Records, um, a couple other labels that we have, we're, we're working on putting out a plethora of releases. Uh, we're, and in February, we have at least a half a dozen releases to come out. And uh, some of these and some of the previous releases are going to go on USB drives also to distribute out to customers as well. This way, if they want to play in their brand new car or whatever, or a car that they don't have a CD player in, they can plug the stick right into the dashboard of the USB port, or they can plug it into the computer or whatever, and it's going to be the same quality as we put out with the same type of uh, graphics that we offer. Uh, all the USB stick, so we're really excited about all of this stuff, and it's very simple and convenient. So Doesn't take cool. up much space. So it's cool. Yeah. yeah, it's wave of the future is what it is, really. I mean, there's only a, a handful of people that have really embarked upon this particular technology, and it's very simplistic and it's very uh, convenient for the consumer. And the price is right; it's not very expensive at all. Wow, Aunt, what do you want to say about that? Well, it's for people who are who don't have a CD in the car, want to listen to their favorite artist. I mean, for a thumb drive, it's very small. You can put it in the computer. I, I it's, it's amazing. My friend actually does business and his DJ business with that. He sells his uh, volumes one, two, three, four on the USB, and that's that's a smart smart marketing. Yeah, it is, and it's. Uh, I mean, yeah. with the postage, uh, with shipping, it's like ten dollars with postage. So, I mean, that's really inexpensive. And it'll never scratch. <laughs> never scratch. Never scratch. Never scratch. Won't break. Um, and, you know, the cars today, um, the model I have fortunately has a CD player in it, and it has three USB ports in the dashboard. Um, a lot of cars are not going to have this. A lot of computers are not having CD-ROM drives in them. 
So this is a great opportunity and a great alternative for consumers to listen to music without, and they can't get around it. It's like, well, I don't have a CD player, so what am I supposed to do? Well, we have this. So you wow. Can plug it right in. All right, pretty, that's pretty, uh, pretty cool. Unique. That's pretty yeah. cool. I'm a shameless promoter, by the way. I'm sorry. But, <laughs> no, I want. What are you kidding me? Be shameless. Well, you know, this, is, this is the this is the turning point of the future. So we're at the forefront of it, and we're very happy for that. So cool, guys. You know what? Yeah. I think we should play Stevie D singing now. What do you think, oh, yeah. Aunt? Let's do it. That's what I want to hear. All right, so Stevie Dunham, everybody, we're going to play an acapella song called No More. But what I want to say, because I want Kojak to crack up at this, was when I asked Stevie to please send me an MP3 of one of his songs, he sends me No More. And I thought he meant, I'm not sending you anymore. <laughs> Okay. Didn't do that. Well, listen, I, I know, and I was like, <laughs> so I just had to say that it was very cute. I had to read it twice, and I'm like, oh, his song, no more. Here we go, guys. The incredible Stevie D, and you know, acapella. I got to tell you, is still one of my faves. Here we go, everyone. No more. Dunham, Stevie D, and he is the Don. How about that? How about that? Sometimes I feel like the Don in more ways than one. Um, This is off the CD On My Way to the Corner that was released on Chicona Records. It's uh, 
There's 14 a cappella tracks. Two of them are bonus tracks. I didn't tell anybody what those titles were, so you have to listen to the whole thing to figure out which ones they are. And it's 12 killer a cappella tracks um, right up front, and then the two surprise ones, which is, I'm really proud of all of it. It's a great product. And I highly recommend it for gifts and uh, other uh, amenities to give out to friends. And it will be on a USB stick soon, too. So we can offer that for everybody. That is well, I'm very, really excited. Go ahead, Ian. should be very, very, very proud of your Thank amazing you. voice and amazing work ethic. Thank That's you, Anthony. Beautiful. I'm like a blue-collar worker in this business. You know, I got my nose to the grindstone like you do, and we just do what makes us happy, and we make other people happy doing it. You just can't get distracted. You got to stay the course. That's the whole thing with this business. You cannot be distracted. Right. With people, other entities around you, music, you have to stay the course in what you believe in, and uh, you're not going to do it. Right. This is true. Right. Very true. Very true. Um, The ones that are desperate that think that they're going to hit the brass ring are like... uh, um, they just got to work a little bit at a time. They got to work the system a little bit at a time. And then what happens is, you know, what comes, comes, you know, you're at the right place at the right time, or you consistently work in this industry and maybe you never have a hit record, but you've been successful in it and you're making it and you've made it in a business. That's, That's me. It. That's yeah. me totally. I don't, I don't need a record of my voice being recorded for me to, you know, take care of my family, pay my bills, and make myself happy. But I make other people happy through my music, and that makes me, uh, I feel like I'm on top of the world when I finish. That's, oh, my gosh. That's you are. It's good work ethic to have, um, too. Shit. It really is. On top, top of the world. Oh, my gosh, I love it. So <laughs> I want to hear, all right, so let me, everybody, streetcornerentertainment.com. Please sign up for the newsletter. You will not yes. be disappointed. You will not yes, be disappointed. I'm, uh, Currently working on the January newsletter. It should be out in a couple of days. And uh, a lot of cool and exciting information that's going to be in there. Um, photographs, uh, um, the list of the new releases coming out, uh, some depictive things to uh, learn about in the industry in general. And it's it's really exciting. I'm really, really glad that we do this. And it's all for you. It's all for the general public it's for the fans it really is tell your fans when your show is on remember my them radio on, my show is on tuesdays at uh, 10 a.m eastern time it's the harmony memory show with dj pete and, and yours truly stevie d and Very we cool. play uh, a variety of street corner harmony uh, northern soul and sometimes we go off the kilter and play some things that we personally like so um you just never know what we're going to do. And it's great. And it's a great show. And I encourage everybody to tune in. I also encourage everybody to tune in to all these shows on Remember Then Radio because this is a great network to be on. It's a great variety of different genres of music. So we're very proud and honored to be on the station at all. And I owe it all to Steve and Barbara. They're, they're great people. And they put their heart and soul into this station. And we've met a lot of great people um, yes. Through this network. Yes, absolutely. You know, um, Angel's, Barbara's, we, we call her Angel. Her show yeah. is Vault of Memories with Angel. It's Sunday nights, 8 p.m., guys. Got to check her out because it's incredible. And then, of course, Stevie, his show, the other owner, he started this network, RTR, Do Wop the Way You Want It with Stevie. 
That is Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. And this is Eastern Standard, guys. You got to check it out because it's a blast. Yes, it it's is. a blast. It's, it's, a lot of great shows that are on here. Kojak's got a great show. I mean, I, I can name. There's like 60 yes. DJs on there. It's hard to remember yeah. everybody. It but. is hard. But Kojak, Kojak is a juke, 60s jukebox review Monday at 8 p.m. Right. And the reason why I mention him a lot is he supports my show consistently. I just love Kojak. So I want to give you another shout out because we all love you, baby. <laughs> we love Kenny. <laughs> we all love you, baby. Who loves you? So now, Anthony, let's talk about you. Um, entertain us a little bit here. Do a couple voices. Whatever. We don't care. <laughs> Hi, this is Jerry Lewis. Jerry Lewis. <laughs> You're funny. If you give me a microphone on the stage, I could do a little bit better. But, uh, Who cares? We don't I, care. I pretty much incorporated a lot of voices as far as uh, a lot of stuff that I didn't think I would do. I do the platters now. I didn't think I would get to do the platters, but it's it's determination and practice, and it's a breaking, breaking a song down. Even though I told Bob Kulik, I says, uh, I says, I would love to do see you in September. And I just started doing it last two weeks ago and I nailed it. So it's, it's really a mindset and it's practice and it's a work ethic. You really have to, it's a breathing thing. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of just like a scientific project. It is. There's a lot of mechanics that are involved. A lot of mechanics. People, People just think, that. uh, you go up to a song and you read words and you sing, but it's the breathing, the dynamics, the, the, the deliverance. Right, you know, the emotion. Very act. You have to accentuate some words. They want to hear it. You know, it's. it's what about Bugs Bunny? Going. What about Bugs Bunny? Yep, 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 yep. That's pretty. That's your, folks. Oh come on, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, it's just I started with Chuck Jones. He started me as a little kid imitating old voices, and then I started imitating big people's voices: Frank Sinatra, Elvis Presley, Dean Martin, Bobby Darin, Nat King Cole, Johnny Cash, so, and the list goes on. All right, I don't do Michael Jackson. Oh, okay. But wait, I have a question for you. All right. So from one New Yorker to another, Italian to another, all right, you know how we grew up, our parents. So I'm sure you drove them crazy. I drove mine crazy, but I have a question for you. Did you ever, in front of their faces, imitate both of them arguing? <laughs> uh, actually, oh, a young Brooklyn Italian boy knows better. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly right. Because mom will go to the kitchen and get yeah. the wrong That's why I said in front of them. I know you probably did it behind the scenes, but in, in front, front of, of them? <laughs> yeah. Yes, in front of my friends, I did. Of course. In front of mommy and dad. That's right. I can relate to that growing up. And, uh, <laughs> it's funny how you talk about my dad. My dad was very uh, interested in me singing, and he always got a kick out of it. And, uh, and I, when I got into the business, he said, you mean people are going to pay you to do music? <laughs> I said, yeah, yeah Dad. He goes, people are going to actually give you money to sing? That's great. He goes, when did you start singing? I said, Dad, I'm nine years old, and this is I was about 17. I said, you haven't heard me sing in 10 years. You've been working too much. <laughs> so he could he could never believe the concept that somebody was going to pay me to sing. He could well, never... I, I can relate to that. <laughs> yeah, parents are funny like this. They're either going to support you or they're going to think it's a pipe dream. Oh, he'll go... Well, his theory was why would his theory was why would they pay you to sing when they could hire a real singer? Yeah, well, sure. I heard that before. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I heard that before. I'm like, what are you talking about? I said, so I guess then you then you put doubts in your mind if you're really that good. And, and for the last forty years, I've been doubting myself. So I just try to get <clears throat> getting better and better. Not uh, decent. 
Well, you don't doubt yourself anymore. You're with us now. That's right, baby. <laughs> you know? So, no, you're, 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 in, you're in good hands. Oh, I was talking to a gentleman uh, the other day about another client. He's in good hands. Oh. You're in good hands with us. I'm excited yeah, about the project. I'm, si I'm excited about the... It's like a new life for me, you know? I, I, music is my life, and this is like another life. So it's, uh, right. it's pretty fun. Yeah. Thank you for the ride. Well, no problem. Well, the, the most important thing, Anthony, is we have fun, first and foremost. The other stuff comes second or third. You know what I mean? The reward comes with the hard work and empathy that we put into it. Yes, so, hard work is under my belt. Me too, right. man. That's right. Yeah. We got, it was instilled in us. We would have been beat. Yes, I, now I buy, I buy smaller equipment and wheels. Wheels, <laughs> equipment. Right, exactly. Uh, 61 years old. I used, to, I used to carry my equipment like 20 years old. I don't need wheels. Well, with today's technology, the, the equipment has been shrinking. It's getting smaller and smaller. We don't have to carry all that crap around anymore. Yeah, just like my paycheck. Right, exactly. <laughs> I hear you. My paycheck still. <laughs> oh man so aunt every year so aunt wait aunt tell us something else tell us i want to i want to know a little bit more about your um adult young adult life okay so how was that with with your singing and with your family with your friends your young adult life uh my young adult life i was very much into sports okay uh, my my young adult life was consisted of sports and music and hard work. I had a job, paper boy, butcher okay. bike. And I worked the streets of Brooklyn uh, while incorporating my singing. Like I said, I I had a band at nine years old. I have pictures of uh, my whole band at nine, ten years old. We were working amps and boards, and yep. that's how I got into it. And then during the course of work, because you can't survive on just little side jobs, but I incorporated that and I kept that going for all my life. In between working, I had drove a fuel oil truck uh, for Bayside Fuel, incorporated in music throughout the years. So the music's mm -hmm. never stopped. Okay, good. I just went into different avenues. Okay, good. Between nursing homes, DJing, yep. singing, private affairs, you know, magician, mm -hmm. I'll do anything, play with the kids. Okay, I'll, uh, cool. I'll paint your doorknobs if I have to. That's cool. So I have a question. So you've, you've named, you know, a few incredible artists. Um, but can you name one in particular that really rocked your world that made you say, I want to be like this. I want to be like him or her. Or I want to You're do gonna this. You're going to laugh. You're going to laugh okay. on who I actually gelled to. Okay. And people would say, oh, yeah, it's got to be Elvis Presley. It's got to be this. Yes, Elvis Presley had a lot of rock, rock and roll roots, too. And he was the basis of all rock and roll as far as music as we know it. But as far as being a connoisseur and getting more into the music that I wanted to learn more other than progressions and other than uh, the normal standard stuff, I started singing Engelbert Humperdinck. Wow. And, uh, <clears throat> That's an interesting uh, yeah. influence. Well, he's oh, great, I, so. Actually, he's great but it's, not, it's probably one of my greatest artists that I love to sing because his, the songs are staple. Most of his songs are staple. The guy's been singing it. I seen him last year at 83 years old. He's still singing. Oh. And, uh, and my mother loves the After the Love, and that's her favorite song. <laughs> it's a big Las Vegas standard, by the way. Yeah, and, and uh, it never gets old, and it's, he's, no. uh, per se, one of the uh, 
ultimate uh, entertainers over the years. And he's, you know, who sells out shows at 85 years old. It's amazing. The man in his music, yes, Frank Sinatra was the man in his music. And I sing a lot of Frank Sinatra. And I sing a lot of uh, Engelbert Humperdinck. But it's it's the way you have to push over a song. Anybody could do any song. It's the way you tell the story. You have to tell the story. And you have to be believable. You have to be convincing. You have to have all of those elements in there. Otherwise, it doesn't work. So when I'm, when, I'm, when I'm out there and I see people laugh and then I sing songs and I see people cry, whether it's, I, at least I'm creating an emotion. Right. So creating an emotion is a big thing in music. It's beautiful. I remember growing up when Engelbert first came out. I was young and I remember my dad owned our apartment building in Long Island City, New York, and my we lived on the middle floor, my grandmother on the bottom and my aunt upstairs, my mom's sister. And I remember my aunt coming, running down and saying to my mother, you have to hear this new singer. He's gorgeous. His name is Engelbert. <laughs> and I'll never forget that. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, amazing. He's one of my mother's favorite. And I actually got a, 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 a one of his handkerchiefs. Yeah, uh-huh. one of his shows. That's so cool. But, uh, was there anyone that you would have wanted to have met that you have not? And was there someone you always wanted to meet that you got to meet? Actually, I met quite a few people and unexpected people that I didn't meet. I mean, I met a, quite a plethora of stars as far as sporting stars, uh, Joe Klecko, Dan Marino, Joe Namath. I met quite a couple in the, mm. in the entertainment industry. I met quite a couple in fact, the, actually, the country club that I sing for, it's uh, Eagle Oaks Country Club in Farmingdale, New Jersey. Uh, they have a one of the members is Joe Pesci. And when Joe Pesci comes up to you and says, you're pretty good, kid. You're pretty good. <laughs> so I took that as a very big compliment if Joe Pesci tells you he's, you sing good because he's also a mu- musician himself, if nobody knows. He's uh, quite a, a musician himself. So it's actually, I went pretty full circle. I cannot complain. The people who I met, the uh, entertainers who I met, I guess, sports figures, Ted Williams, Joe Pepitone. I I met all that. Now, did you ever not meet someone you were hoping to? Silly to say, he was at my cousin's 16th birthday and I was too young. Frankie Avalon. Really? Wow, that's nice. He actually was singing at my cousin's uh, because they were connected family-wise, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Yeah, we know what you mean. I can say that now. Everybody yes, said that. Yes, we know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. my family was pretty well, uh, had friends in the music industry, and they reached out to uh, Frankie Avalon, and all of a sudden, I was, I think I was four or five years old. Frankie Avalon was at my cousin's Sweet 16. That's I so said, cool. That guy looks familiar. He says, that's Frankie Avalon. I didn't know who Frankie Avalon was, but that would... He was usually he was a good friend of my cousins, wow. and uh, I thought that was funny. I said I would have loved to meet him and talk and BS, but uh, one day. <laughs> so now Tom Jones, let's talk a little bit about him. Great entertainer. Tom Great Jones guy. probably is one of the most greatest singers that I could never sing, and I always wished I could sing him until I had I grew a pair and I said stop being intimidated and sing Tom Jones. Yeah. So I was always held hold myself back on my limitations, whereas now I'm more, I could do anything. You know, I feel more confident about that. I could do anything given the right situation and the right key and the right you know, schematics about it. But yeah, he was intimidating for me, Tom Jones. But really, I had to, I had to pull it off. It's one uh, step 
in my life that had to pull off Tom Jones. What's one, one of his one songs? Of guys in the business. Yeah. I mean, I, I met him. I met him a couple of times. I've had dinner with him. Oh, I'm jealous. Guy. I'm so jealous, Stevie. Oh, he was great. Yeah, he was awesome. Smoked cigars with him. Had after dinner drinks. Talked about records. He's a record collector. Right, so Stevie, you got to hook me up with Tom Jones. Come on. I haven't told. I haven't seen this. I well, my uncle, my uncle Frankie hooked me up with him. We we went to dinner with him. He doesn't tell me where we're gonna go, and then we pull up to the joint. He says, "Well, you better be on your best behavior. We're gonna have dinner with Tom Jones." I'm like what? I'm like, oh, this is great. You know, he's just a regular guy. Well, Uncle Frankie called me a couple of days ago, and now that I know that, I'm going to have to give Uncle Frankie a call. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he lost a lot of weight. Tom Jones lost a lot of weight over the years. They call him Tom Bones now. Stop. <laughs> so what's one of your favorite Tom Jones songs to sing? I get a lot of, uh, of course, of course, the two major ones is uh, It's Not Unusual and Delilah. All right. So, so uh, let, let's hear it. When I passed by her window I saw the flickering shadows of love on her blind She was my woman As she deceived me I watched and went out of my mind Yeah. 
Incredible, guys. Incredible. Um, we're going to talk about this song, but I want to give a shout out to someone in the chat room. Michael Diamore, the new original, the new lead singer of the Capris. And Michael's a good friend of all three of us, actually. Yeah, yeah, he's a good, good guy. Yeah. Class act. It's been a while Class since I talked to him, but he's, he's, very, very, he's a gentleman. You know, um, I do want to say something, and I, and, you know, I've never really said this to any other entertainer before, and I'm going to say it here because the two of you will probably agree. You know, I always say Elvis is Elvis, right? And there'll never be another Elvis. Right. But I always put my hand up way high and say, this is Elvis. And then I'll put my other hand right under it. And I'm like, and this is Michael. Because the range that this guy sings is off the charts. Yeah. Michael Diamore. Just had to say that, guys. So... If you ever hear one person sing two parts in one song, yes. that's the man. Yes. Yeah. Sonny and Cher, I mean, he's crazy good. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's very good. Are you kidding me? Uh, so good. We love you, Michael. Love you, Mike. So, all right. So Plus he makes very beautiful children. He does. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah well, he had help with that. that. Excuse me. Hello. He, he had help with that. Wife. Yes, he does. We, You know, <laughs> yeah. come on. <laughs> I'm jealous, Mike. <laughs> so um, let's talk about Delilah because this is what I think. I think Stevie D should get that recording over to Uncle Frankie to get that so that Tom Jones can hear it. That's what I think, okay? What do you okay, think well, about that, Stevie? That should be arranged. So yeah. tell us about you recording the song because it was incredible. Actually, like I said, I never thought of recording these songs. I never had my voice on a recording, period, uh, in the last 40 years because I'm a live entertainer. So all of my, I never even thought about putting my voice on recording because I'm just a live entertainer. So I never considered myself. But he was probably one of the most classic voices that I would love to do because uh, it's, a, it's a crowd pleaser. Everybody gets into his songs. I mean, if you're singing, it's not unusual. If I go into and I open up, from a set if it's not unusual the crowd immediately gets right into it so that's a people pleaser so i try to get a couple of songs that's going to start start the motion start the feeling and start the beat you know it's well it's a good live it's a good live performance song because i'm all about the uh, animation now, I'm all about, a, now you know uh, tom jones is a big r&b collector yes and when he how he came upon that song, It's Not Unusual, was actually by the Dells that recorded it before he did. Yep. That's, that's how, that was his influence on doing that song. He told me that himself. And uh, that's amazing that he actually told you that himself. <laughs> uh, I heard him sing songs in this, it doesn't exist anymore, it was called uh, uh, Capazzoli's. It was an Italian restaurant and lounge. And he... He frequented this place when he came into town, and they would get him to come up and sing, and he wouldn't sing any of his hits. He would sing Jerry Lee Lewis, Little Richard, Fats Domino, and any other R&B act that there was. He never, he did, he went right through the 50s. Okay. Hello? Okay. We lost Stevie. We lost Stevie. So guys, listen, 
I'm going to play everybody a little surprise here, and I'm going to get Stevie back. So here we go. Hi, this is Michael Diamore, current lead singer of the Capris, and very proud to be out touring and singing There's a Moon Out Tonight. And I want to let you know you are listening to my dear friend, Jerry Petit. So that's our buddy, Michael Diamore. Um, And you know what? Let me go into here. We are going to play... All right, guys, I know I have it in here because we've got to get Stevie back on here <laughs> in one minute. Okay, guys, um, so isn't that funny? All right, here. So uh, I wasn't I wasn't prepared for this. Wait, Stevie's coming back. Let me let me try and grab him. Okay. Got that Las Vegas crap. Yes, I think we got him back. Did we get him back? Yeah, you got me back. The phone dropped. All right, we, we, we were going to call you back, too, but we were. Uh, I just did a promo here with Michael speaking to say hello to him. I was right in the middle of a great moment, and the phone died. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, so we're that, back. That, that, we're back. That, that pretty much sums it up, so it's okay. It's all right. <laughs> so, Michael... I just wanted to say one of my, one of my favorites, uh, what I started with and what I got acclaimed for, they wanted me to be a Sinatra tribute artist. Okay. So, I had people approaching me to do a Sinatra tribute artist show. I mean, I have a video show with my other DJ. We do a video show with my friend James Nunziante. We go out and we do a whole, uh, with the TV, 52-inch screen, and uh, we put the actual artist up, and we took the words out of the actual artist, and we slowed the videos down to all these artists comparable Mm. to the words. So my words singing are going to the screen as Frank Sinatra singing. I'm actually singing in sync. Oh, that's awesome, man! I, I, I'd like to see that. That that's beautiful. That is really cool. Yeah, yeah, it is. So, all right. So, you know what I think? Let's play. We have another song, and let's talk about it first before I play it. Feel so young. Tell everybody oh. about this song, Aunt. Aunt. Wait. You lose him? Did we lose Aunt now? What is? No, no, I'm here. All right, tell everyone about the song "Feel So Young," and then we're going to play it. Well, when I went into recording studio to do this song, I didn't know I was going to do it. Who picked this song for me was Mr. Jerry Mokar of the Johnny Maestro Tribute Group, which is a very good friend of mine, and he's an excellent saxophone player. Absolutely, I I think yeah, he's one of the best guys to have on your team. So he says, Anthony, I think you should do, you make me feel so young. I says, really? I says, I thought maybe the summer wind or something. He says, no, you kill that song. I says, really? See, other people hear things that I don't. Okay. So, and then after Stephen heard this song, he says, Anthony, you really did this good. And to me, I'm really not too knowledgeable on how I sound. So Jerry oh, said, I do was it. Really, I was really enamored by that. I thought you nailed it. It's all it's all good for me because you guys hear more than I do. I, this is me. It's just like work for me. So if people hear what they want to hear, all all power to it. You know, I I don't have any favorites. You know, I don't really don't have any favorites okay. except Billy Joel's Honesty. That's one of my favorites. That's okay. gonna be on the next CD. So uh, okay. So a uh, question, real quick, before we play this. So a summer wind. So Stevie, do you have that uh, recording of his? Uh, the song uh, went no, but we uh, talked about it last week, and I, I said you got to do that. That's, yes, that's, that's my favorite Sinatra. Yes, song. that mine too. I didn't think it was that much of a signature. I guess it is a signature. Oh my song, goodness! But, uh, Are you kidding oh, me? Is. The Pope of Greenwich Village. Stop. Oh, forget about it. That's, what that's kind of a New Yorker are you, baby? 
Resonates to it. Yeah, we got to do that, baby. Okay, and I want, I want to hear it. You tell me what to do. I do. All right, here we go. So we're gonna play "Feel So Young" now. Anthony DiDio, everyone. Here we go. You make me feel so young. You make me feel like spring has sprung. And every time I see you grin, I'm such a happy individual. The moment that you speak, I wanna run and play hide and seek. I wanna go and bounce the moon just like a toy balloon. You and I, we are just like a couple of tots. Running around the meadow Picking up all those forget-me-nots You make me feel so young You make me feel like spring has sprung Bells to be rung And a wonderful fling to be flung And even when I'm old and gray I'm gonna feel the way I do Young. You make me feel like spring has sprung And every time I see you grin I'm such a cuckoo individual The moment that you speak I wanna run and play hide and seek I wanna go and bounce the moon Just like a toy balloon Just like a couple of tots Running around the meadow Snatching up all those forget-me-nots You make me young You make me feel there are songs to be sung Bells to be rung And a wonderful fling to be flung And even when I'm old and gray gonna feel the way I do today because you make me feel so young so young so young awesome 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 <laughs> you guys are great. Thank you for everything today. You guys. Oh, are you, you're, you're quite welcome. Oh, this is this is awesome. It really is. Uh, you really nailed this song too. You really did. Absolutely beautiful. I try to nail everyone. If I don't, I take it personally. <laughs> well, you know that's that's the business that we chose. That's the craft that we're in, and you want to do the best that you possibly can do when you perform a song. Steve, people like me and you. It. People like me and you did not choose this business. It chose us. Well, this is true. I have to agree with that. Um, that's, uh, I 
mean, you, you, you were a dead ringer for the Sinatra song. You really were. I I'm agree. I've been paying my bills for the last 45 years. I agree. That's great. <laughs> I agree. You know what? You're you've got Kojak yelling in the in the chat room, man. He's actually yelling. Terrific! Whoa, you nailed it. <laughs> you know, we came up with a title for your CD yet, but you know the title of this song would be a great title for the CD. That's cool. That's well, a, you're, that's the, a, you're the man. That's in a new the, one in right the... there, right? Right here on RTR Jerry Petito show and exclusive. I mean, exclusive. <laughs> but but it makes sense. I mean, you've been in the business a long time. You're doing some old standards that are great, that are classics. I mean, and the title that you make me feel so young. I mean, tell me if that's not a bad idea. I mean, that's, that sounds like a great title. I think it's a great title. I think yeah. I second that emotion. Uh -huh. the, the, the marketing speaks for itself. Yes. You know? Correct. So, but no, in all seriousness, this is, I mean, you really know how to take a lyric and dance it. You know what I mean? You really do. Well, it's, it's the love that I have, and I... It's not just singing a song; it's telling a story. That's what it is. Exactly, and if you and if you tell them well, people are going to gravitate to it. That's why I'm working on my uh, telling the story of Tom Jones. That's my next song. It's going to be on the really love again. Okay, that's a great song. That's my favorite Tom. Oh Jones my gosh! Song. Yes, of course it is. That's that's a dramatic song, so I have to it's, pull that it's off. It's a showstopper good. too. It's it sure is. Showstopper. You can pull that off. You're gonna you're gonna be golden. Thank you. Amazing. I want, I want you to be proud of me, Stephen. Oh, I think I he already is. In you in the world. <laughs> I think he already <laughs> is. <laughs> you guys made my day. Believe me, you made my whole you, day. You made my day. Happy New Year to everyone out there. And you guys, you, you just gave me a new life. So uh, God bless yeah, you all. Man. Well, I wish everybody, too, a happy New Year. And hopefully yes. this new year is going to be better than the one that we just endured. It started 100%. off great, and then we had some. We had a major hiccup, and, and for those that have been able to endure this uh, trying time, it's been been very challenging and very uh, somewhat depressing to a degree. But as long as you can overcome it and have a, your head above water, you can make it for the new year. You know, hundred percent. I'll be coming yeah. out to Vegas in uh, less than two months, Steve. So hopefully, I'll be seeing you. Look it up to you. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think no, so, I baby. I welcome you with open, open arms, pal. I really do. I don't and, think uh, so. Are you going to bring out some more of the prosciutto bread? Yes, I'll bring extra prosciutto bread. Now you got me on the radio. <laughs> you know, wait, I want to say something about that for people. Wait, for people who don't know oh. what that is. Listen, I grew up. Of course, in New York, an Italian, and prosciutto was my favorite thing in the world. I'm a vegan. I've been oh. a vegan now for like close to 30 years. And I tell my daughter all the time, on my deathbed, I want prosciutto and cannolis. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Zamboni sounds good, too. Yeah, no. yes, yes, of course. I'll Come play on. Games here, Steve. I'll hook you up. Oh, I don't care what anybody says about you. You're the best. <laughs> you know, um, let's let's do a little bit of a recap. And and at this point in time, Stevie, you take the floor a minute and tell everyone again what's going on with you and what you want all your fans to know. Well, let's start out with Anthony. Uh, Anthony DiDio is uh, going to be coming out with a CD on the Chicona record label, subsidiary of Street Corner Entertainment. Um, and you just heard uh, some samplings of what is coming out in the future. And um, we're going to have 
it's going to be a great project. I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. It's, it's not, uh, it's the first time actually for us that we did a non-doop type project, which is great. And we've been branching out into other genres of uh, music too, which is also great. Um, I have a Latin artist on the label. Um, we do have a plethora of releases coming out in January, about a dozen of them, and those are mostly vocal group related. And throughout the course of the next six months, we're going to be putting out a lot of our products aggressively. And uh, it's all for the fan base that we support and who supports us. So we're really excited, really super excited on all the labels that we have under the Street Corner Entertainment umbrella. So just got to stay tuned and check out the newsletter that we put out every month on streetcornerentertainment.com. I would encourage everybody to sign up. Gets the information out there for everybody. Tells us, uh, tells you all about what's going to happen in the future and what's coming, and it keeps you informed, keeps you in the loop. You know, so we're we're aggressively marketing uh, all of our products, and Anthony's is going to be right up there with the rest of them. So we're very excited, very very beautiful. Thank you, thank you. So, Ant, let's yeah. do a recap on everything that's happening with you. Um, what you want your fans to know. Well, I'll be 62 next year. <laughs> God willing, right? God willing, yes. Yeah, God willing, like I said, I'll be a, I'm up for traveling. I've been booking some things in Florida. I have things going in Las Vegas. So uh, by the grace of God, he'll keep me singing. And uh, I hope everybody looks forward to my first actual CD in 40 years. <laughs> yeah, that is so cool. Exciting. You know what's so I'm cool? I'm excited because uh, people, listen, I've had friends to tell me to do this back in the 80s. He says, Anthony, at your shows, you could sell your CDs. And I used to, who's going to want to buy me? Who's going to want to buy me? So I used to just do my DJ work. And everybody said, do you have any CDs? Do you sell any CDs? And I, why would you want to hear me? So I was always undercutting myself. So now um, I got nothing well, left, I left to lose. That. <laughs> I understand that, Anthony, because I put out a lot of people's stuff over the years. And it took me a long time to lasso myself in to put out my own product. You know, because I'm usually busy putting out everybody else's products. But I never thought uh, of making money with, with selling my product. My selling my product is in front of a live audience. That's how I well, sell my product. Like I, like I told you before, when you're, on a, when you're on a gig performing for everybody and they're all locked into you, if you want to take me home with you tonight, I have these beautiful uh, CD products for you, you know? I usually Great. ask a couple of girls at the end of the night the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I know that. Yeah. You want to take me home with you? Well, you Either me or my CD. Which you want first? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> you guys are great. You made oh, me laugh all day. That's oh, that's great. great. So, Aunt, is, is there anything else you want to talk about? I guess not really. There's really a. Mm-hmm. I don't want to bore anybody anything else. I, I sing, I don't really talk. All right, so I guess now's the time where I want to say my thank yous to both of you. Okay. Um, you know, Stevie D, I, you know how yeah. I feel about you. Forget it. I love you, man. We're, we're family oh, now. Yeah, I love you too. And yeah. uh, we've done so much together now, and we will continue to. And Absolutely. I, I am so excited for you as well, what you're doing. So... Well, you know, it's taken a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. Yes. And uh, two years of revamping this label. And I'm just, you know, I work 60, 70 hours a week in it. So I'm really putting my heart and soul into what 
I'm doing, and I believe in everybody that's on board with us. Yes. You know, I've, I've never heard you ever in a negative way talk about any other artist. You're always so positive and, you know, promoting them and saying how great they are. And, and that's well, another thing why. I love about you. Well, I'll tell you why. First of all, you don't get any favors and gain any uh, positives by talking bad or negative about anybody. Because you're not going to, it's just, it, I represent the public. I, I have, and obviously there's people I don't like in particular, but that has no bearance on me because that's not right. me. That's right. Them, that's right. You know? I mean, I get people that send me stuff all the time. And quite frankly, like every other record label, you're going to get stuff like that. And, you know, I get turned on to different people and I l listen to them. I, I'll listen to anybody. And I doesn't mean they're for us. They have to have the right attitude, number one. They have to be humble. They can't be egotistical, and they, they, they can't be arrogant either. They have to be very positive, very down-to-earth individuals, vocal groups or single artists other, or otherwise, to, to uh, come into this family, because I treat my record label like a family business. Yes. Everybody's family. They have to uh, adhere to that type of criteria. Otherwise, it doesn't work. It doesn't work for me in particular. And it's just, it'd be abrasive otherwise. So I'm very selective and I'm very honored that we have the plethora of talent that we have right now. And I continue to look for that type of talent. Very nice. I love you, Stevie. Mm -hmm. So thank oh, you for you being my special guest co-host today on a show. And I'm going to say this again. This is Anthony DiDio's first interview. And here it is Absolutely. on the Jerry Petito Show with our incredible guest co-host, Stevie D, on Remember Then Radio. How cool is this, guys? You guys oh, this are great. very cool. <laughs> I, just, I just want to make one little side note. Sure. That I would like to thank, and I, they're probably not listening, to thank each and every one of the people who has hired me over the last 45 years that's mm. made me what I am today. It's beautiful. But without the fan base and without the people who love you that keep calling you back, it's not every day that somebody says, Anthony, do you remember my daughter? You did her communion. Oh. And she's 38 years old. You know, so it's it comes to full circle when you're, when you're doing an eight-year-old's daughter's communion and now she's 38. And it comes to full circle. So it's... That's a good feeling. It's a great yeah. feeling. Um, yes, people calling you back after 38 years. <laughs> amazing. I want to uh, I want to tell you a little tiny story before I continue my thank yous to you Anthony because you just brought something to my mind. You know, I, I I didn't write my book until I was in my 50s and I did not become an interview, you know, a radio show host until I was in my 50s. And you know, everybody used to laugh and say, you know, what made you do it? And I and I would say, I, I talked every day and got in trouble in school. I should have been doing this my whole life. And one day, I'm with my family, and we were in another town. We're at this restaurant. Someone comes over to the table, true story, and says, you're Jerry Petito. I bought your book. You helped save my son's life. Very listen, Very listen, I cried for two weeks and thanked God. So what you're saying, wow. Anne, about like, you know, them coming up to you and saying, you know, you did my daughter's communion or it, it's something like in, in our hearts, a feeling we'll never, ever be able to really explain. No, see, that for me is the, the pinnacle of yes. making it. I don't have to see yes. my name in Radio City. I don't have to see my name in an all-star yeah. uh, book that say I'm the greatest singer of all time. I don't care about that. For people to come up to you and say, 
you did me and my family right. Yeah. You're, you, you're, you're Mr. Entertainment. Everybody went home smiling. That's what I want. That's what I live for. It's well, amazing. That, uh, that answers a question I was going to uh, pitch to you, Anthony. What major is your success? And that just answered it for me right there. Yes, my faces and everybody, and also the tips. <laughs> <laughs> the tips are good. The tips are good, guys. So, um, Aunt, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for this interview. And, of course, it being your thank first, you. I can't even tell you what that means to me. Um, yeah, we'll get together. I'll thank you anytime. Oh, my gosh. It was amazing. Um, so... What I want to do now, this is how I would like to close the show out, guys. First of all, what an incredible show as my last show for 2020. And I'm yeah, I'm thanking you so much for it being this one. Um, my pleasure. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Amazing. How I would like to close the show out, guys, is I'm going to play a... I don't get paid for this. <laughs> you get, listen, you get to buy me and Stevie dinner, okay? So, <laughs> you got it. Um, I'm going to read, first of all, I'm going to read a poem from my book, and there's a reason why, but then I'm going to close it out with someone very, very special who's no longer with us. So let me read the poem first, and then I'm going to talk about this incredible man. Um, the, po- the, book is, the poem is called Put Down the Gun, and the reason why I want to read that now is this. This year has been horrendous for a lot of people for so many different reasons, right? And yeah. I personally know too many people who have not only passed away, but have even taken their own lives through this. And this, this poem, I hope resonates to someone out there who needs to hear it because I will always be here to help anyone. So you can look me up, Jerry Petito, look me up on Facebook, get in touch with me. Okay. I am here to help. I'm a recovery coach, a nutritional health coach. If you have any illnesses at all, and if you have any struggles with addiction, I will help you with no cost. Please, please reach out. Okay, so here's the poem I would like to read for everyone. Put down the gun. I had to have this purple gun just in case my life was done. I kept it safe locked in my room because I was filled with gloom and doom. Yes, there were times that I just knew if I loaded it up what I could do. But I kept on hearing that gentle voice, put down that gun. You have that choice. Life may seem hard at the end of the day. That's when you need to really pray. Dear Father, I beg you to show me the truth. How can life be so bad when I'm only a youth? Get rid of that gun. Go take a shower. Ask someone for help. You do have that power. So I, I had to read that for everyone out there today. Let everyone know. You know? There's a great message with that, Jerry. And I, Excellent message. And in case someone needed to hear it, guys... They know they can reach out to us, okay? So what I would like to do is close the show with a special song by someone that is no longer with us. And Anthony, the day that I met you at Bob Kulik's um, concert at that uh, Elks, yes, I met you there. And that night I was on my way to surprise Kenny Jeremiah as well with yep. a couple other friends, John Monforto, the Rocky impersonator, and his wife Debbie. And um, Kenny didn't know we were coming and we got to sit with him and it was just incredible and hug him and thank God for that. So that was a a day I'll never forget because I met you. I was I surprised Bob and of course, Kenny and Kenny passed away. Kenny Jeremiah from the Soul Survivors. So what I would like to do is play a hello from him to RTR. But then I would like to close the show with a song that Kenny Jeremiah recently closed all his shows with called God Bless the USA. So 
I want to thank everyone out there for listening. I want to thank RTR, Angel and Stevie. You know how I feel about you with this incredible platform. I want to thank all my listeners, everyone in the chat room. And, um, you know, this show will be downloaded very soon and it will be on Facebook. So please share this show. All right. So here we got, here we go, guys. Kenny Jeremiah from the soul survivor. Rest in peace, my friend. I'll love you. Forever. Hi, this is Kenny Jeremiah, the soul survivor. Tune in, tune up and stay forever young with remember then radio, the soundtrack of our lives. Oh yeah. I've been trying to get to you for a long time. This country is a great country. We're able to laugh. We're free and we owe the veterans everything. I happen to be a veteran. I'd like to do a song in honor of the veterans. I'm going to try this live and I'm going to send it out to everyone who served before, after, who's serving now. So for you guys, happy Veterans Day. And for all of us, we thank you from the bottom of our hearts for the the dedication and the service you've given this country. Bless the U.S.
bless you, veterans.